Here we are, episode zero. I am your host, Jacqueline Diana, and I want to take this episode to introduce you to who I am, what this podcast is about, and most importantly, why you should care. So for this episode, I'm going to share with you a personal story about learning my first leadership lesson, also how I turned grief into growth, and why it's my mission to encourage strength, respect, and confidence in women like you so that you could ditch the limited mindset and strive for your full, limitless potential. Now let's get after it. The world doesn't need any more followers. The world needs more women leaders. Leaders that are confident because they've conquered their insecurities. Leaders who have standards and boundaries because they refuse to lower them for anyone else's comfort. This means you. The world needs more women leaders who are ready for responsibility, require respect, and take ownership over the choices that they make. This is for you if you are a woman who wants more and will not apologize for standing in your truth and you won't make excuses and you are ready to command your life. All right, guys, here we are, episode zero. So you may know little bits and pieces about my story. I'm a mom, I'm a police wife, I'm a leadership coach and a speaker. You are probably here if you found me on my Instagram page, which is Military Mom Boss, where I give out leadership tips. I talk about motherhood and business. Uh, I also have a nonprofit organization, the Jack Mornberg Foundation which provides scholarships and financial aid to youth pursuing careers as first responders. And lastly, I am a serving technical sergeant in the United States Air Force Reserve, and I have been in the military for over 13 years. So my mission here with this podcast is to encourage more women to stop doubting themselves, to stop shrinking themselves and making excuses for themselves. There's literally nothing Nothing that makes me want to shake women more than seeing them defeated without purpose and giving up on what they really, really want, what they could do to reach their full potential. So here I want to empower, I want to motivate, and I want to inspire that no matter who you are, where you are in life, there's always a way that you can improve and you could better yourself and through a sphere of influence, you can better the people around you. Now, when it comes to leadership, there's nothing wrong with the right men in leadership. And there's nothing wrong with men as mentors and guides. It's the problem is that I want to see more women in these roles. And I really believe that there's just a backbone that women need to have strengthened. Because we all have Someone that we work with, someone that we know, someone that we're friends with who has a powerful story and a powerful message and a desire to help other women. But what they're missing is the confidence, the discipline, the drive to make that happen. So what I want to do here is show you that no matter what piece you're missing, maybe it's that self-confidence. Maybe it's that self-discipline. Maybe you need to figure out how to share your story, here is where I want to give you the tools and show you that it can be done. And this will overflow into all areas of your life. So 
just to make it clear, I am here to empower women. But that being said, I have gained immeasurable knowledge in leadership and life from men. And first and foremost, I've gained my very first leadership lesson from my father. Now I'm going to take you back to a time when I was 12 years old and I'm going to share a story with you about one of the first lessons that I learned that stuck with me my entire life. I was nagging and pleading at my father to teach me how to ride a motorcycle. As you see, my dad was a motorcycle mechanic. He knew exactly how to build, tweak, uh, clean all the motors of his Harleys. I'd go to the garage and he'd be listening to Steppenwolf, Guns N' Roses, Creedence Clearwater. And he was just this free-spirited, unapologetic American. And he always slightly smelled like leather and motor oil, just literally and figuratively riding through life with an unbreakable spirit. And that was a bit of a contrast to his day job because he, he was a homicide detective and he was a homicide detective for years and years and years. In addition to that, he served in the military, both Army and Navy, for over 30 years. So he gave in to me. He gave in to his pleading daughter, and, and he brought out his 1970s Triumph dirt bike. Now, dirt bikes back then are not like the way you see them now. They're not, they weren't plastic. They're heavy and metal. And he was cursing as he pulled this thing out, and he was kickstarting it, trying to get all the dirt and debris out of the exhaust pipe and the entire time my excitement was growing and I just couldn't wait to get on this bike and he he walked it my dad walked it out to the street and he gave me a real quick lesson on shifting and pretty much told me hey go at it and no helmet no pads because you know right (laughs) Uh, my mom obviously wasn't around so I started off rocky I finally picked up a little bit of speed and I was feeling so amazing and I couldn't wait to go and turn around and go again because I was reaching the end of the street. But my problem was, you guys, I didn't remember in that moment, (laughs) my first time really on a motorcycle, how to completely stop. So I just remember the front brake. I went full force on the front brake, having the front wheel turned And what that did, if you don't know, it sends you straight down into the ground. And there I was with heavy, hot metal on top of me on the ground. And he was looked over and he was just standing in our driveway watching me smoking a cigar. And you know what? He didn't budge. He stood there and looked at me and he took one slow excel of his cigar. And he said, you want to ride it? Learn to pick yourself back up. You guys, that stuck with me, as you can imagine. My dad was tough. My dad was a fighter. But in late 2016, he began to fight his final fight. He was in and out of the hospital. This unbreakable man was diagnosed with kidney, lung, and brain cancer. During some of his final time, I would sit with him and read Sun Tzu's Art of War. We'd watch Clint Eastwood movies, his favorite, and I would delicately ask details about his life, not trying to seem like I was anticipating his death, but really just 
preserving every nugget of wisdom I could get from him. And I was in the hospital when I first saw my dad tear up. He covered his face. He didn't want me to see him cry. And it was in that moment that I saw the cracks. I saw his vulnerability. I could feel his fear. But you know what it was that made him cry? It was when he talked about retiring. Because to him, his calling to serve, his duty to his country and his city as a police officer, giving that up was far worse than anything cancer could do to him. And there's no way of describing how tethered I felt to my dad's spirit, how joined we were in our purpose, in our travels, in our military service. And when he passed away in April of 2017, I was broken. I was lost. I was depressed. And on top of that, I had just given birth three weeks before he passed away to my son. So not only was I a grieving daughter, I was a new mom. And I'd ask him over and over in my mind and in my sleep to guide me, to offer me some sign of what I was supposed to do. And that's when it hit me, just like that heavy, hot metal of that Triumph dirt bike. His words, pick yourself back up. You know what, you guys, while this is being aired, we are sitting here in quarantine. We are sheltering in place. There's a pandemic going on. We have been shook by the, our economy has been shook. Our healthcare system has been shook. We have massive stress onto our already hectic lives. Many of you, maybe before all this, were going through divorce, losing a job, some sort of a life change. You're trying to start a business. You're trying to start a family. There's things that you wanted to do, and this has added so much stress. And you're at that precipice of your life where you can't just step back into comfort and into the way things work because it's never going to be the same. You only have one choice. You only have one choice, and that's to move forward. You need to step into that fear. You step into your self-doubt. Step into the unknown. Because if you're listening to this right now, there's a meaning in this message. There's a meaning that you were supposed to hear. And if I could share this lesson, this lesson that my dad told, ta- taught me, I know that it was meant for more than just 12-year-old me. Pick yourself back up. So now we have the lesson, you guys. I want to talk about tactics. Because it's one thing to have the will to get back up. But it's an entirely different thing to find your way. The first way you could do this, the fastest way, is give yourself an emotional reality check. This is going to tally all the emotions that you're, sh- you're showing right now. The emotions that are coming up. Is it fear? Is it anger? Is it detachment? Is it distraction? Is it, uh, are you uninterested in life? Have you completely let go of your responsibilities? Are you refusing to pay attention to your why? You, got, you have to take care of that. You guys, women are emotional beings. 
So when our emotion, when we have them, usually they're going to overflow into all aspects of our life. These emotions, if they're negative and they're toxic, they are going to affect your work, your family, your relationships, your health. Check. Give yourself an emotional reality check. What are you doing? What is toxic? What is negative? What do we need to work on first? Then, secondly, find your allies. You have to have a support system. You can go fast when you go at it alone. But guess what? You will go far when you have a system, a support system with you. You have to have people around you that will lift you up, that will call you forward, that won't let you slip, that will catch you when you do and pull you back up. You got to start this yourself. But it really helps if you have allies with you. And lastly, I would highly suggest that you give yourself a creed. Some people may call it a code. I also refer to it as my core values. It could be the basis of your faith, your source power. But this is going to be your compass. You have to know what your standards are if you want to live by them. You have to know what your objective is if you want to start achieving it. You have to know what your ideals and your values are that are underlying every single decision that you make in your life. Get yourself a creed. We're going to work on this. This is one of the one things I want to work on on our podcast. We will not live without a creed. So you guys... If you are at rock bottom, if you need to make that step out of your comfort zone, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. And that's why I'm here. Because I know that there's a process and I know that there is a a strategy that can be shared. And specifically a strategy that we can take control of. And it will affect all areas, areas of our lives. So I... I'm so proud to share with you my first lesson. I hope that you gained some insight from it and know that this is a valuable mindset. It's one of the best mindsets that you can have to really embrace and command your life. All right, guys, so I couldn't do episode zero without giving credit to my dad for the leadership lessons that he gave me and the mentorship that he provided all throughout my life and even after his. So like I said, this podcast is a podcast for women and my purpose is to empower women and create more women leaders. So we're going to be talking about all the things that you feel are blocking you from stepping into your leadership from a place of confidence and living with purpose. So if you guys like this episode, please subscribe. And if you want to reach out to me, you can find me at Instagram at military underscore mom boss. I'd love to connect. And until next week, you guys get ready to command your life.